Aloha and welcome to another episode of the Hawaii Vacation Connection. I'm Bruce Fisher, also known as Aloha Bruce. Thanks for tuning in. Got a great podcast for you today. We're going to bring you some news. I'm going to talk a little bit about the pricing for hotels in Hawaii right now. We're also going to talk about my trip to Southwest Airlines. This is a airline that has been going through so much, as you know. But I want to talk about their Hawaii offerings because I had a chance to meet with their team this week as we get through this big show. Of course, this podcast is not hosted by a wannabe social media influencer or somebody that doesn't know anything about booking a Hawaii vacation. We're your hosts. We're the owners of Hawaii Aloha Travel. We're in Hawaii. We're Hawaii's experts. And you can catch us on the web at hawaii-aloha.com or you can just simply give us a call at 1-800-843-8771. If you're surfing the internet and you're digging really deep, you found us. And we're glad that you did. And we can help you plan this Hawaii vacation because we're right here. We are 22 years in business. I was just talking to one of our uh, agents and she was saying that she's been with us for 19 years. That's how much she loves her job. And we love her too. That's Lisa Zablon, who's been with us 19 years. Actually, Abby has been with us a while too, like 16 years or 17 years. So uh, we love what we're doing and we would love for you to get involved with what we're doing. So please reach out to me. I'd love to help you out. You can just reach me at Bruce at Hawaii-Aloha.com or just give me a call. I'm pretty much here all the time. Our offices are open from 7 a.m. to 3 p.m. Hawaii time. So if you're on the mainland, uh, usually you can just backtrack the hours and find us here. We're, uh, we're busy booking Hawaii vacations, and we have been very busy. Um, the islands themselves have been, just the last couple of days, inundated with rain. You know, that always brings up the question about what to do when it rains here and how long it will rain and will, whether it will ruin your vacation or not. We just did a, a blog about it. Jamie Winpetty did a blog uh, about it, so, so get over to our, our uh, blog page and read about it. But it's been really windy and rainy, and, and it, it's a classic front that moves in and stalls when a when a when a front moves in over the islands and then stalls that's when we really get a lot of rain and it's very unpredictable and so it's probably if you're going to be coming here in the next few days and you're listening to this podcast like on the plane or something before you get here uh bring your umbrella (laughs) make sure you have uh, provisions for the rain and the wind because it gets really windy it is really windy here today and, and, and so just get be prepared for that if it does happen. All right, so let's get into some news that we have here. I don't know if you've been hearing about it, but there's been this, this talk of a blue spiral when you look up in the sky. This happened uh, on January 18th off of the Big Island and the Subaru, Subaru Telescope at the summit of Mauna Kea on the Big Island spotted this blue spiral. It was a dot rapidly kind of expanding until it formed it to kind of spin mass with uh, blue tints and coming out of it and this lasted about 15 minutes of course everybody thought we'd have a ufo uh, there wasn't a lot of information about what this was but scientists who operate the telescope says that this mysterious whirlpool was actually from the spacex launch uh, a few days ago i guess and they said it's a phenomenon related to the deployment operation so I'm sorry, no UFOs. Isn't it funny that people think that we still, you know, that there's UFOs out there, which never seem to end up 
landing anywhere near where people are. You know, somebody sees it up in the sky. Another thing came out is uh, Yelp's ranking of the best restaurants. And a couple of the restaurants from Hawaii ended up on this list. So I wanted to mention them. Um, Well, first, Broken Mouth was the number one restaurant, Lee's Homestyle Hawaiian Korean Food. And that was number one in California. California. Um, Now, on a, in Hawaii, on the Big Island, Ka'aloa Super J's Authentic Hawaiian Restaurant in Captain Cook placed number two on this list. Uh, and then there was another one, um, Adela's Country Eatery, and that's in Kaneohe. I've never been to either one of these places. So, you know, they ended up somehow the, on the hole-in-the-wall Hawaiian spots in Hawaii. So maybe you want to go there. I think I want to try this one out, definitely. This Adele's Country Eatery. We got to go there. It's Hawaiian and seafood uh, in Kaneohe. Again, Adele's Country Eatery. And then the other one was Ka'aloa's Super J's Authentic Hawaiian Captain uh, in Captain Cook. So uh, going down the list, Broken Mouth was number one. Number two, Ka'aloa. Archibald's Village Bakery down in Fort Lauderdale, Florida was number three. Buyer's Deli in San Diego, number four. Uh, number five was Adela's that we just mentioned. Uh, Sunbliss Cafe over in Anaheim, California took number six. Number seven was the Nook Cajun Cafe in California. Cajun Creole food. Yummy. Oh, broke the mouth. But that is really good food. And Tumaricchio, a vegetarian restaurant in Tucson, made number eight. Number nine was the Salem Youth Ethiopian and Etrian Cuisine. What the hell is that? I have no idea. That's in Orlando, Florida. And um, Sababa Falafel Shop. That's in Garden Grove, California. So uh, those are the restaurants that made Yelp's uh, top restaurant list. Uh, next thing I want to talk about is the hotel industry here. You know, Hawaii hotelier, hoteliers are dropping rates to keep occupancy high during this weird time we're in right now. Uh, Hawaii's hotel industry is really coming off a very strong growth spurt that we had at the beginning of the year. And it is leveling off. And the hotels are kind of trying to figure out their way about this. With kind of clouded optimism, I'll say it like that, for the future of the hospitality and tourism industries. The high rates um, that they've been able to charge throughout the pandemic will be unsustainable is what they're saying. And this is what I've been saying. I, you know, I have been looking at these rates and talking about them here and going, how is this going to sustain? And now they're seeing it. It's, it's not going to be able to sustain. And Hawaii is also without any kind of marketing contract past March because of all these disputes that we've been talking about, you know, between these local agencies that do the marketing for Hawaii. So, the forecasting is that it's going to kind of level off for pricing, and we have already seen it. Like if I look at the pricing today versus what it was at the beginning of the year or towards the end of last year, in some cases, it's 50% cheaper for the hotel rooms on Oahu. Now, one of the challenges that is going to be is that the that is that as we start to see, you know, the business, travel, come back, conventions, come back. And we're seeing here on in our company a lot more groups. And, as, and that's going to save Oahu, I think, kind of help Oahu because they need that business in, in lieu of international business. But I think the, uh, 
the neighbor islands, especially Maui, is going to suffer the most from this, quote, uh, demand issue because they've raised their prices astronomically. So, and, and when you talk to people here in the, in the hotel industry, they're going to tell you that. I mean, you know, like I, I spent a lot of time in Waikiki the last couple of weeks with groups that we had down there and speaking to people that work there and uh, some of my contacts down there, they're like scratching their head. How is Maui going to make it with uh, these high rates that they're trying to keep, you know, keep going, you know, I mean, uh, over a thousand dollars a night, you know, for some hotels over there, especially in Wailea. So, you know, unsustainable. And so the good news for us as consumers is that it should bring those prices down. So now's the time to book. So get in touch with me and we will find you these great deals. Now let's talk about Southwest Airlines. A lot of people want to fly Southwest. Southwest has a very strong community of consumers, right? If you're a Southwest person, you know everything and anything about it, including their very kind of interesting way of loading their planes and whether or not you get access to early boarding and whether or not you get seating. Now, um, the footprint here in Hawaii is kind of limited with Southwest because I get it a lot where people want to fly Southwest here because they, they have 27 neighbor island flights and they really only have 12 mainland flights. And they the, the inter-island airfare is what they're really trying to kind of compete more in. And they're actually trying to reach out more to the local community here because they've really adjusted their schedules accordingly for locals because people need to travel inter-island for work. You know, they need to you know, need to get up really early here on Oahu and maybe fly to the big island or fly to Maui or fly to Kauai and then come back later. So they've kind of adjusted their schedule and they have a lot more schedules. And, the, and we had an, I had an opportunity to actually go down there, meet with the team and see what they do. And I was quite impressed with how with the kind of improvements they're trying to make, especially at the airport um, where you check in. And you check in in one location in Lobby 7. And I have to say that if you are going to be flying Southwest versus, let's say, Hawaiian, in my opinion, it's easier to fly Southwest because when you go and you check into their Lobby 7, the flow between check-in through the gate to the actual gate where you're you're leaving is shorter distance and quicker. I mean, TSA is right behind where you check in, and then the terminal is right behind it. And so it makes it really easy. And even if you're doing TSA, it's only a short walk to TSA. Whereas with Hawaiian, they actually have their own gigantic terminal, and it's actually a longer walk, in my opinion, to go through Hawaiian than it does through Southwest. So if you are planning on coming to Hawaii, and also the rates with Southwest have been great. And you know they're behind the eight ball now. Everybody knows they're, they, they, they're suffering a one, I just read they're going to suffer a, like a $1 billion loss over what happened over the holidays because of all those cancellations, because of the computer glitch. What a terrible thing that was. But I can tell you, you know, Southwest, they have a really good attitude and a very friendly attitude. You know, you're going to get your free baggage. You're going to get free snacks on the plane. The people are very nice and cooperative. And, and, you know, even, you know, with the luggage, let's say you have a a surfboard and you're on Oahu. It's free to take your surfboard to the island, to the next island, inter-island. If you're going mainland, you still have to pay for your surfboard. But if you're here and you already have your surfboard, 
you can, you know, take it uh, without any fee. And, you know, it's just, it just seems like an easier process to me. And also the prices are going to be much more competitive right now with Southwest. Now, as far as their mainland offerings go, I think that, you know, it really is, it really it depends on the connections that you're, do, you're you're going to be taking. They have a lot from Phoenix, so if you're from that neck of the woods, also you know they're based in in Dallas. They're in Love Field. You know they fly out of Love Field now. Love Field in Texas is actually kind of an easier airport to get in and out of. So if you're from Texas, and I do get people from Texas, they want to fly from Love Field. You know Southwest is is a is a really good play through Phoenix and then to uh, Honolulu. I think that's kind of like the best route. That's not too circuitous. They go through Las Vegas a lot. As well uh, to get here, so there are some routes that make sense. But in general, like if you're from you know from the East Coast, forget about uh, I'm sorry, forget about Southwest. It's just not going to work for you to to use them, even though they are such a you know such a great airline in a lot of ways. But one of the big takeaways I had was the fact that we got to go to this T point. So we got to go kind of into the belly of the beast, if you will, and we saw uh, just how the luggage gets transferred from the planes to the terminal where you pick up your baggage. And the, the reverse process takes place, you know, if you're on the outbound. But we saw the T-point, and it was really interesting. There's just a lot of movement in that area, so you got to be careful. Uh, we had to traverse the area. And one of the things that I learned was the typical travel time for one bag to go through this process is about 25 minutes. So let's say you're coming from the airport 45 minutes before your travel. The baggage is already running late. So keep that in mind. I didn't realize that it takes so long to get your baggage uh Actually, we were we were in the out in T point when we were looking at the baggage going outbound, right? So I take that back. But so, but the still the the, the point is the same. It's the same twenty five minutes, no matter which way you do it. But if you're if you're checking in, it's going to take twenty five minutes from the time you check in your bag for it to get through the belly of the beast through T point onto the plane. So keep that in mind as you uh, start to plan your vacations and you're thinking about using Southwest Airlines. So hopefully this information helps you out. We would love for you to book with us. So please get in touch with me. 1-800-843-8771. Our website, hawaii-aloha.com is just waiting there for you to book something. You know, we're a local business, support local business. Uh, we're pretty much, our prices are pretty much in line with everything that's out there, or we beat those prices. You can always price match with us. So we're a full service agency. We can do anything. And we've been doing a lot of groups. So if you do have a group that you, you want to do, our sweet spot is about 28 to 60 people is, is kind of our sweet spot for groups. But we can handle anything that you throw at us. Uh, we do a lot of groups here at Hawaii Aloha Travel. All right, that's going to do it. That's going to wrap it up for my beautiful wife, Yaling, and all of us here at Hawaii Aloha Travel. I'll say aloha and mahalo.